Hello, everyone. You are listening to Shia's Love here on Radio One Chicago, and we are here with Daniel Clark. What's going on, brother? Hola, buenos tardes. What's, what's up, Chicago? <laughs> Come on now. Hey. You better let him know. Let him hey. know. All right now. So, one, uh, it's your first time being on here. Yes, correct. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Uh, so, we're going to start it off just the way that you introduce yourself. For people who don't know you, tell them who you are. No, so my name is Daniel Clark, hailing from the southwest side of Chicago, over by Midway Airport. So I'm a Latino-Americano hip-hop artist, um, also a singer, songwriter, producer, and that's, that's kind of my spiel. Jack of all trades. Yes. Come on. Now, do you have that traditional, man, I couldn't find nobody to produce my songs, so I had to do it myself, or you just naturally just woke up and just yawned and touched the piano, like, well, I can play piano. Oh, no, no, no. Like, what happened? It was, it was always trial and error for me. So I remember I, I got my start at about fourth grade. That's kind of when I just started writing. Uh, I was always so, so l let me take it back to 2007 when Kanye dropped Graduation. Come on now. Yeah, okay. so... It was September 2007, I remember hearing the song, I Wonder by Kanye West. And I was like, no. when I heard those synthesizers and I heard those lyrics, I was like, wait, this is like what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, this is it. And so it kind of started with that. And so I, I gradually started writing, you know, and over the years from fourth to fifth to sixth grade and so forth, I, I, I began to progress with my writing. And eventually coming to high school, I was like, okay, I, I want to start to take this a bit more serious. And so I started to ask around my friend group, like, hey, do you make beats? Do you do this? Do you do that? And unfortunately, none of my friends and peers were doing music. And if they were doing music, it wasn't hip hop oriented. And so I found myself having to kind of recalculate what it is that I was doing and how I was going to do it. So it's like I'm writing, but I don't have beats, mm. you know. Talk I, about it. Talk about it. And so... I remember going to YouTube to, to get some more information on like how to do beat making, how to create beats, you know, what is beat making and so forth. And I remember coming across a tutorial for some software called Logic. And that's where I, I kind of first got in my start at with making beats on Logic. Mm. And then, I mean, when I first started, though, like my beats were terrible. Like, <laughs> like no, like these things were bad. It was just like, <laughs> ding, ding, it was like, yeah, ding. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like pretty like, much. Wow, it was like, dude, dude, dude. yeah, <laughs> no. And so, like, and so, as an artist, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a lot harder than it looks. And so, one of one of the biggest things that I kept in mind was like, okay, I can't give up. Sure. I got, I got to, I got to keep doing this. I got to figure out what it is that goes into beat making like what's the formula and mm, stop and so, right there stop right there yeah. you said the formula yeah. come on now yeah give you some snaps on the formula. that some snaps <laughs> yeah all right so a couple of things i want to touch on you said no i have to take it back you said that you are uh you grew up around midway correct you yes. grew up around midway. Yes. now how is that area might have influenced maybe your music uh -huh. growing up experiences uh -huh. talk a little bit about that so prior to moving to midway me and my family used to live in a neighborhood called Garfield Ridge, or not Garfield Ridge, Gage Park, Gage Park. Okay. And so we lived there till about 2000, like what, like 2001, 2002. And we eventually moved to Midway, which is Garfield Ridge. Mm -hmm. And so coming from a Latino community to, to a more, more middle-class white community, I, I kind of had to come to terms with like, okay, you know, where do I fit in here? You know, growing up in a Mexican household, you know, mother speaking Spanish, father speaking English. You know, I, I grew up with Latino customs. 
And so it's like, how, how can I fit myself in with other kids in my neighborhood that aren't necessarily Mexican? And so I, I definitely had this, this almost isolation. Like I was always kind of by myself trying to figure out what it is that makes me me. And so, and so music became my, my outlet. Mm. And so rather than thinking like my, my neighborhood influenced me to do this, it kind of influenced me and empowered me to find myself. Okay. So for those who have never heard your music, how would you, and they will hear it because yeah. you have two amazing yeah. songs we're going to play. How would you describe your music? My music is definitely colorful. It's, it's, colorful. it's bright. It's bright. Yeah. Uh, I'm attracted to synthesizers, soul samples, mm. uh, good energy. That's, I mean, I'm like, since I was like, synthesizers, so, good synthesizers. energy. I mean, it's pretty Kanye, much. he needs to yeah. get signed to good music. So, so, I mean, so, <laughs> saying it. So, so, so when I say like, mm. I was inspired Kanye by Kanye's Wet. graduation <laughs> album, I mean, that's really like what I was inspired by. So, not to get too far off track. Yeah, so, Kanye inspired me. Okay. Who but, else inspired you? But Drake gave me persistence. Drake mm. showed me like this, this, is this. Interesting. Yeah. We're going to get into that. And so, <laughs> oh, we're going to get yeah. into that. Sounds good. So because you are uh, not just one thing, Yeah. you know, mother speaking Spanish, father speaking English. Correct. The project that you are working on, you said you have an EP coming out? Yes. EP is called The Warm Up. Okay. The warm up. Yes. Is that English only or is that a mixture? So tell me about that. It's definitely English oriented, but there are going to be a few bars and a few verses that are going to be wrapped in Spanish. Dope. Correct. Dope. Okay. Cool. 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 Now, are you having a album release situation? You know, anywhere somebody can come and come and support it or is it just like a online? Yeah situation right now so uh, if my manager can touch on that yeah definitely yeah um manager let everybody know who you are absolutely my name is shami chow uh here from chicago mr Illinois. chow <laughs> uh well yeah um you know that's definitely in the works uh, right now we're, we're in the studio just kind of laying the tracks down making sure everything's perfected and it's the exact like vision that daniel clark has uh my job in this whole thing is just kind of being that vehicle to kind of get him to that point where he wants to be uh, especially coming from a different generation, I feel like I have a lot of wisdom that I can give, uh, you know, a person, an individual like uh, Daniel Clark and a lot of grooming going along as well. So it's been uh, amazing, and I really look forward to, you know, doing a lot of things with Daniel Clark in the future. Vision, grooming, you're talking about artist development. I yeah, like absolutely. That. Something that's uh, it's a dying art, I feel. Dying. All right, so we're going to play one of your songs. I feel like... The guests listening are getting to know you, but now yeah. they really need to feed into this music. So tell us yeah. one of the songs that we're going to play. We're going to play Georgia featuring Pradia. Georgia featuring Pradia. Let's get into it. Feel it. 
right, right. It's Mr. Baby Boy Boy coming straight from the shot. I rep my whole entire city, cause for me they'll ride. And that includes all the people from the southwest sides. You see, I ain't forget about you, even though they've tried. And so we rise, and we gon' get at our dreams. Good music in the building, dog. Tell me just who you see. Young college dropout. I guess school wasn't for me. Had to go and go find my own by the age of 19. Man, it's around the same time when Xiaomi discovered me. He brought me into a set. He gave me the whole key. Said, Danny boy, listen up. The city waiting on me. And oh, ain't that some shit? To think that this rap, granted by God, I was gifted to better and am I worse and preach that I know what works. But what is it really worth to go and dive head first, right? That I know, and I'm starting to realize the man too, cause it shows, and we hardly speak. Capiche? Do you remember me? Or am I someone of your past, and what you hear in this was left to me? <laughs> hey, don't tell me this is meant to be. Oh, if I could curse on the radio, but I know I can't. This is Shyest Love here with Daniel Clark on Radio One. Daniel, tell us about that song. Yes, so uh, it's a funny story. So I used to listen to this radio station called Selection Radio. Okay. And I remember like during the summer, whether I think it might have been June, July, I, I, I turned to the radio station just to get some inspiration. And I clicked on a random episode. And midway through the episode, I heard this beat for Georgia by an artist named Mitch Geist. And when I heard it, I was shout like... Shout out Mitch Geist. Yeah, when, yeah sh- shout, out, shout out to Mitch. So when I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, I need this production. Like, how do I get it? Who, like, you know, where can I find Mitch? And so I started, you know, doing my research on Google, Instagram, and so, like, so forth. And I mm-hmm. eventually found him on Instagram. And so I sent him a DM. I was like, hey, I just heard your song on Soul Action Radio at, at like this episode at this time. Is there any way I can get it off of you? And at, the, and at the time, he was like, I don't like, hey, thank you. Like, thank you. I don't really sell my beats and so forth. But I was like, hey, I really want this beat. And so he said, okay, I'll do like 175 for it. But I was like, I'll give you. Then I told him I'll give you 250 for it. See you. 
Just to keep that relationship. Just to keep that relationship. So I gave him 250 when he wanted 175 for it. That's how adamant you know, he felt about that. Yeah. That, that's how much that beat spoke to him. And, and the crazy thing is, like, Mitch, I, I've never met Mitch. He's from Massachusetts. You might need to take that trip. I don't and know. So, <laughs> they too far. Yeah. And so. Shout out, Mitch. Shout out, yeah. DM. Yeah. Shout out, shout IG. Out, yeah. You know what I mean? No, but so for me, listening to that was, uh, uh-huh. it just shows how, it just shows how diverse Chicago artists are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you sound like I've heard you before, but you sound like nothing I've heard as well. Really? And that's amazing. Thank you. So I definitely uh will be Googling you when I <laughs> But uh Thank so you. tell me more about uh because you said you've been writing since you were yeah. in fourth grade. Yeah. So how was that writing developed oh over time? Oh my gosh. So when I first started out in the fourth grade, like I was writing terrible raps. Like when I mean bad, like these things like were trash. Like fourth grade being, rap. Being me, a fourth grade. Give me rap. one fourth grade rap. I was like, I'd, I'd probably like say like this, this, like like my car, this. But then like I'd be swearing like every other word, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be like cursing, cursing my butt off. Like you Which know. Which is funny because did you even curse in Georgia? Uh, I think I might have like said like one word. Like one word? There was one word that was, the, you know, obviously we bleeped it out. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we're right. trying to reach all, all, all demographics, all yeah. people. Because the wording yeah. was so, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I pay attention to that. Like mm-hmm. now more than ever. So like over the years, I've just grown more and more conscious of what it is that I'm saying and how I can make it inclusive as possible. Mm. You know, and hip hop is such a, so stellar in inclusivity. You know, hip hop has open up the doors for everybody everybody and that's something that i absolutely love about it to do everything yeah which is amazing so you are working on this ep correct um is there what do you want fans to get from this so this is just so this is going to be a teaser for my upcoming or for my follow-up project which is called wake me up in a week and so these are just like practice not two tracks. days, not seventy-two no, hours a week. a week. Wake me up in a week. All right. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So yeah. So pretty much the warm up is me experimenting with synthesizers, eight oh eights, and so forth, and kind of honing in on that, getting ready for the follow up project. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we're kind of releasing single by single. Yeah. Just to kind of. Which is the new way to do it. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. uh, it. just to give people. A, the proper introduction. It gives us some time as yeah. well to kind of work in between projects as well. Yeah, work that single. Correct. Yeah. Because if you, you got the right single. <laughs> Thank you. you know yeah, I mean? yeah, I mean, it's all it taste. It. Definitely. So we are going to go into something that we were talking about as far as uh, before the interview. Yeah. We were talking about uh, signed versus not being signed. Mm-hmm. And I would love your manager's opinion on that. The direction mm-hmm. when he puts out this EP and he's teasing and people are like, we want more. And, you know, you have those fish that are now biting. Is that the goal for you as the manager? Do you want to put him in a position to where he can he can sign or he can partner? Or is it more the Chicago thing where it's like, okay, now we're independent. We're going to just ride this wave. Like, what's what direction? Um, honestly, I think I want to put Daniel in the position where uh, you know, he's able to kind of call some of these shots um, in terms of uh, getting on a level where 
a major label, if we were ever introduced to one, didn't have as much leeway and we can kind of go about it in terms of like a partnership. Um, so if those opportunities came about, absolutely. But right now, I think, we, you know, we just want to stay the independent route, get that grassroots movement going, uh, uh, you know, teach, uh, touch our fans um, via, the, via shows and via these grassroots movements, uh, releasing these singles, releasing music. Um, but obviously, if the opportunity came, came across, uh, we, would, we would definitely look into it. But for the most part, we want to stick independent. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I know we were going into depth, yeah. you know, the depths about it. Yeah. But um, I like the fact that you do, like, this is a whole different, like you brought up generation. It's a whole different generation of approaching mm-hmm. how music is sold. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Definitely shout out, you know, the amazing people who pushed this new law that was passed today. Did you all hear about the Modern Modernization Act? No. Well, it was a law passed about uh, basically songwriters, Mm -hmm. publishers, you know, different individuals in the entertainment industry, just about how we're going to be paid in the future as artists. Absolutely. And that was passed by law. Kanye was there and, you know, Trump signed it. So for me, uh, the future is it's so bright you mm-hmm. know we can we can hit different people in an instant millions yeah. of people you know mm-hmm. upon millions so the fact that you are uh to me you know in a place where you, chicago to me in 10 years is going to be the new music hub yeah, that's no just doubt. me i no mean doubt. it's 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 going mm-hmm. you know what i mean so uh but yeah i say that to bring up longevity Mm-hmm. Because we brought something in, and I know it's a little yeah. early to talk about yeah. it, but I love the fact that we were talking about it earlier because you brought up something interesting. I said we'll yeah. get back to Kanye inspired you, yes. but Drake took you to to that next level. To that pretty, next level. So much, yeah. talk to me about what you meant by that. So before we play this just, next song, if I could just like almost, I'm just so blown away by Drake's work ethic that that to me, like he he took a bar and he you know, shot it through the roof, you know, just to have such a work ethic and be so consistent, you know, and be on top for so long, producing record hits after hits after hits, you know, not slowing down. I remember, what is it, a couple years back, I watched this one Drake interview and he was talking about, I think he was coming off of releasing either Take Care or Nothing Was The Same. And I remember him saying that after the release of that album, I went back to the studio and started working on this ne- on the next one. You know, mm. you would think that like after you take after you release an album, you know, after spending so many times, like so many hours in the studio working, that you'd at least want to, you know, catch a breather. But no, he was like, I was back in there making making the next one. Back in there, you know. And that Take Care album was amazing, right? Yeah, it was my favorite actually. That's my favorite, favorite yeah. album. So. You can put that on right now, and I'll be like. <laughs> Give me one second. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, and it's just like, take a shot for me. Exactly. And it's just like <laughs> someone who, who's coming up in the game and wants to be here, not for two, five years, but for 10 plus. I mean, who, who else to look at than him? I think it's the right person to emulate or to want to emulate. You know, absolutely. And my, my, my biggest thing is like always being true to yourself, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with being inspired by another man's work to find your own. Definitely. to build your own and you know what he he released so far gone in 2009 we're coming up on 2019 10 years best i ever had 
you know, and that, that's something that you know we also strive for. Yeah, um, uh, you know, seeing something in front of your eyes, you can't help but uh, not only just look at it and, and want to do it, but there's also a lot of work that's involved. And uh, right. I think Daniel has uh, really seen that as well, and especially mm-hmm. in this last year, kind of buckling down, coming to the studio yeah. a lot more often. I mean, even working a job so he could uh, um, uh, finance uh, yeah. his dreams. That's an whole, another aspect that I think a lot of people aren't prepared to do. Um, a lot of times people think things are going to fall into their lap, and it doesn't necessarily work that way. Uh, and it's not even about who you know all the time. It's A lot of it's hard work and ethic and having the right people who want to back you and want to stand behind you. Mm-hmm. And I think Daniel's really brought that to the forefront of his work ethic in the last year. And I've seen it develop like with my own eyes, and it's been amazing to witness. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. I think it's amazing that your, uh, your manager believes in you. I think that's yeah. also a lost art because I feel like people you have to. don't manage... Yeah. You know, they 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 manage what they want to manage, mm-hmm. but just speaking, just him speaking, and you know, me feeling his energy from across the table, I would definitely say his belief in you and the future is definitely uh, an amazing thing to say. Just to be honest with you, thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. that. And um, basically, you know, me even being an artist myself, uh, I, can kinda, I can kind <laughs> of, I can kind of, I mean, in, in my, I guess it may be my own right. Uh, I could, I know how it is, so. I have that connection as well. There isn't this like barrier, or the superficial roadblock that's blocking in between Daniel and I. I know how it is. I know I know how it is to do shows, um, to basically load up, load out, all the uh, unromantic parts of the industry. You know, I've also been through it. Um, For sure. So just helping them navigate through this. I think there's, you know, there's a there's a block between generations that I, I kind of want to help. You know, lessen that gap. Let's do it. Absolutely. So we're gonna play this last song, and then get up out of here. Appreciate you so much for coming in. No, thank Had you. An amazing interview, brother. Seriously, your energy is dope. Uh, you and your managers. Appreciate uh, you, man. For this, before we play that last song, why should people, out of millions of new artists, mm-hmm. give you a chance? What separates you, and why should people listen to your music before you introduce your second song? Hmm. Come on now. My, first thing that came to mind was me caring about my listeners i care about them you know to me like money is money's just money money's paper but to have that connection with somebody to help them get through their situation to me that's priceless and that's what artists did for me and i want to do that and i want to return that bring everything full circle absolutely to the next generation let's do it all right well introduce the second song for us daniel all right, the next song is going to be A Moment in Time. A Moment in Time. That is the song we're playing. Uh, again, Daniel Clark, thank you so much for coming in. Thank appreciate you. appreciate you. And uh, A Moment in Time, let's do it.
I find myself writing rhymes and these rhymes rhyme again. Still dealing with depression, my mind's still sinning. And boy, Pops is getting older, that man's still working. You see, 66 now, and I'm closer to 21. Yet I'm still serving phones, steady chirping. Booking flights on the low end if you fiending up for vacation or a temporary placement. Huh, with abstract rules plus extraordinary views. Cause just like you, I'm trying to reach my destination. Yeah, yeah. And that's an everyday, need a work basis. Number crunching, I try to pace it. Yet oftentimes I find myself trying to race it. Constantly facing changes. My mind anxious, yet I often take this. But sometimes I can't fake it. Yeah, when I'm wrecking, I'm a wrecking. I'm a checking when it's checking in a moment in time. Like Dilla, Pallorin to them hills. Comment on that sense under influence of Mr. West. See, this that product inspiration. Uh, the effects and causes of innovation. See, I, I, I took my time with this shit. Here I, I, I got the words on my tip, and now I'm wondering what this world gonna feel like in my palm. Hey, you know that's bond, and I'ma pace it. Always gonna chase it, even when we blow like an bomb. You see, we often imitate it, never regulate it. You can cut a check, but you can never go when purchase listens. OGs paved the way. Now it's time that we salute their greatness. I'ma pick back up, show these kids another way to make it. You see. I'm just working with my kinfolk Venting out my thoughts in order to catch my tempo Kind of played in my time I've been spending up on wind though It's why Hyde Park shorty showing love on the low end I gotta stop pretending Issues with self-reflection Better yet reflection I try to hide my flaws within these texted house directions Often ignoring mama's calls and weighted conversations Though it seem, it seem it can I keep it, keep it, keeping it Sealing all my inner thoughts These demons got me feeling and it's riveting Battling my pride just like it's Wimbledon I win again, take another L But never lessen that a lesson, man And I'ma let it all out If we can reach the most high, what does it mean to have clout? And if the world made up of likes, then what's the timeline about? And if the world made up of likes, then what's the timeline about?